welcome to another episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. First of all, I love, I just... <laughs> First of all, we're, so we're starting the episode and I'm just, we're just about to crack the thing and I just hear... We needed to do it on cue, and we could just open them up at the same time. It needed like I think that's like and first of all, brotherhood. And you counted so fast. There's no way I could have like. (laughs) You're like one two three. (laughs) Yeah, go back and listen. You hear me? Just go one two three. Uh, whatever, oh, dude. I'm just trying man. to have a moment. I'm I trying loved to have a moment, it. Dude. I loved it. If you mm. heard that sound, it's the sound of the bros. We're back. We're back, and we're back. Week next. This what the, the next week? I'm I'm trying to speak, but I can't. The week we're back. We're back to back. The week after next week. What? <laughs> right. I'm saying we did an episode last week. Oh, okay. But aren't we taking like a? Week, we're taking, we taking two weeks off, off yeah, because yeah, yeah. we did back to back. Yeah, and also Thanksgiving and Thanksgiving. I'm gonna be out of town. Where are you going? Indiana. What's there? Family. Really? Yeah, my grandma is. Uh, my grandma's out there, and she hasn't met either of the kids because COVID's been going on. Oh, so you guys are all the whole family's going We're to going Indiana there, for Thanksgiving. Dude. Both my cousins have kids. Your dad, mom, going too. Yeah, it's like a full family. Yeah, thing. whole family: brother, dad, mom, Becca, right. kids. Um. But yeah, my my cousin out there just had a kid. She's like, uh, like just a little. She's a little younger than Ruth, and cool. then um, his older sister has a has a son. He's like three and a half. Okay, maybe four. So like, none of the kids have like met each other. And then also, my grandmother is a great grandmother. Yeah, of course. She's got four grand. She four great grandkids. She hasn't met two of them. So, you know, we're trying to get out there. Love that. That'll be exciting. It'll be a fun Thanksgiving. You want to hear something weird? Hmm. Neither me nor Jess have cousins. That is weird. I have two aunts, two uncles, all single, never been married, no kids. She has what? An aunt? No, an uncle. Two like a couple uncles, a couple aunts as well, all single, no kids. Dude, how weird is that? I have. Is that? I mean, I mean is it? Is that just insane to me? Maybe. I mean, do you? Do you have, know anyone without cousins? Not off the top of my head, no. But I mean, like, there's people I haven't asked about whether or not they have cousins. But that's. But think about it. Yeah, my friend Henry actually. No cousins. None. Dude, it's such a devastator because it's like we both don't have them, and. Everyone I knew growing up with had him. So I was just always at everybody else's family. I could be totally wrong about that. That's what I'm saying, bro. might have cousins. It's weird. I don't know. But I come from like wildness. Like my whole family's wild compared. Like it's funny. My immediate family, dad, mom, everyone's like like very like just normal. Like normal job, normal life, everything. My aunts and uncles are wild. Both uncles went to jail for decades. And... Both aunts. One aunt lived decades. Well, one's fourteen years. One's like sixteen years. So maybe For so, what? Uh, one was uh, that is decades together combined. Yeah, one was uh, for a uh, Ponzi scheme, a twenty-one million dollar Ponzi scheme, and the other one was for a prostitution ring 
and heroin. Wow. So I, <laughs> it's so crazy, dude. Want to hear a crazy story about my uncle? One time, my uncle came in to Thanksgiving. And I haven't seen this uncle in 10 years, 15 years of this now, but like back when I was like 12 years old. And uh, he, he walks in to Thanksgiving and he has, he's wearing a white shirt and there's just blood all over it. And we're just like, hey, baby, how's it going? And he's just like, yeah, how's it going? He had no idea I had blood on his shirt. And my dad like pulls him aside and I'm like listening. And like, he's like, you got blood all over it. He's like, oh, oh, sorry about that. You have like a change of clothes I can have? My dad's like, yeah. And then I hear my dad's like, what happened? He's like, well, you know, this guy, it was, I, you know, eyeballing me on the road. And, uh, you know, I had to set him straight. So we pulled over, we fought. <laughs> and I'm sitting, <laughs> I'm sitting there just going like, who's serving turkey? <laughs> <laughs> Insane, dude. He's, so- He's wild. And I just never heard from him again. My- you know, what's wild, though, is that the guy pulled over. Well, people are raged. People rage, bro. People, if you if you like, give I, someone dude, the finger, I, I try to I try to be cognizant of it because I get I get you don't know really who people upset. are. People, are my, people might be my uncle out there. I know that's why I don't do anything of like I just get really frustrated and upset behind the wheel, but I don't like speed up next to somebody. You never know who I called out the there. cops on. I called the cops on a guy who got really mad. I don't know what was going on, but he was mad at me about something on the road. And every time I try to change lanes, this guy would cut me off. And it was like fully like swerving across the highway wow. type stuff to the point where another car saw what was happening and tried to block this person from letting me go because I would try to slow down or some shit. And it was like obvious that this dude was just like, Crazy. I called the cops and like reported his license plate as a drunk driver. That's the most like narc shit I've ever done in my that, life. <laughs> that's some dad shit. Yeah, you know, it was like some serious dad fight. But I was also like, this it. dude's going to like cause, I was like, he's going to hurt somebody. I'm going to fucking get in the crazy ass. It like the I've been in car accidents. Like if you're in a car accident on the surface street, you're fine. You get in a car accident on the freeway. That's like the least of your worries is the car you actually collided with. It's all the fucking cars going 80 miles yeah. an hour right behind you. That's like I was like, dude, I don't want anything to do with this. And like, yeah, I was freaked out, dude. If that's your uncle on the highway, just like looking for dudes to <laughs> kick the shit out of. <laughs> he was crazy, dude. I don't know. I never man. knew him well, but like he would just show up to like the occasional Thanksgiving or the whatever, and I just would hear stories about him. And he was just this crazy guy. Like he uh one time he called my dad from prison. He had broken out of like a cell and had broken into one of the officers' offices. How? And was like calling him from a phone. And he's like and he's like, wait, what? Where are Why he's did like, you call me? He's just like, to I'm, let you I'm, know. I'm calling because in like, prison. And he's though. like, the FBI is after me. I'm like, I think they already got you. <laughs> 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 They're not after you, big guy. No, dude. It's like, they no, got bro. you. No, the FBI works alone. They don't like city cops. Right, right. No, it was, I know he, he one was going. Thing he was like, like, you know what? The government's listening to us and ourselves. I'm like, probably. Like, what are you talking about? If we learned one thing from movies, though, the FBI really doesn't actually like city cops. And city cops don't like the That's FBI. That's true. That's true. They be. I guarantee you, if the FBI wanted some guy and he was in like county jail, they'd be like, fuck you guys. We'll just walk in and get him. We're going to just do this. Dude, I mean, I read. I mean, this is going into some crazy is shit. This, is this a Grayston just like deep no. dive? 9 11, oh, CIA, we go. FBI shit. Bro, they had known, they have like different agendas on how they want to arrest people. 
Mm. Like CIA is basically like, oh, like we want to see where this small fry leads. We want to unravel the web. Sure. And go for the top dog. So they'll let lower end sure. guys That's like stay normal. on the street yeah, yeah. <clears throat> to see who they talk to, mm-hmm. who whatever. The FBI is just like, fuck this dude. They enter, they if they walk, if they step foot in the US, like we don't care where he falls in the pyramid or whatever your fucking plans are, we're gonna arrest him. Mm. And so, like basically I forget, I forget the exact details, but like CIA withheld information from the FBI on people who were on those planes, like so the that they could keep them. So they could follow the they could follow the money to trail. the top. I'm sure. And that was like the huge. That was like a big component of like. I think since then they've become like they've had to ex- address like we should. This is fucking stupid. Like we right. should be working together. We're playing more. too loosely. But the idea when the agencies were created was like there was like there was. Um, some rationale behind being like no they're two completely independent working forces with like different objectives and different approaches to to solving issues gotcha but yeah it might might have been a little bit of a of a deep dive (laughs) it might have been but you know this is how you go this is buckle up buckle up welcome to the 9-11 conspiracy corner (laughs) 9-11 conspiracy corner hey the government's lying to you man listen here for the real truth no but see that's the thing i don't see do you think the cia is the government I don't care. I don't think of them as the government. They're just like some rogue militant agency that gets a license to do whatever the fuck they want. Sure. Aliens, same. It's like, this is all stuff that doesn't... Aliens exist, dude. Yeah, exactly, exactly. What do you mean, exactly, exactly? (laughs) We exist, bitch. We're aliens. What do you think we are? To anything, to any other, like, any other thing? You really honestly think... (laughs) I'm Evan out here. I'm Evan out here. Okay, no, no, because here he is, Mr. Evan guy. Mr. Non-Spiritual. I know how to get him riled riled up. Okay, broads, here to interrupt the bros for a second. Listen, I know it's 2021, almost 2022, but up until very recently it seemed like our period care was decades behind. Why someone created pads and tampons years ago and then just never decided to revamp or reimagine them until quite literally the last few years is a mystery to me and everyone else. But here we are. I guess I'm just glad FlexFit came along and is turning period care on its head in the best way possible. Thanks to FlexCare, you can actually have period care that checks all the boxes. It's good for you. It works for your lifestyle and it's easy on the planet. Flex has two awesome products to pick from. First is their zero waste reusable menstrual cup. My life changing 10 out of 10 recommend. Been using one for years, so obsessed. If the idea of a menstrual cup intimidates you, I know they're different. Different can be scary. Fear not. Flex has a patented pull tab so you can remove it exactly like a tampon. Super easy to use. Designed with beginners in mind. You will figure it out within one period and you will never want to go back. Mm -hmm. Also, you've got to try out the Flex Disc. I had never seen a product like this until I used it for the first time and broads. It took one time and I was hooked. The product is like this flexible, firm disc with soft plastic on the uh, inside that fits all the way inside of you. And get this, it's the only product that allows you to have 100% mess-free period sex. So enough said. Say goodbye to cramps, put sex back on the table, and lend mother, mother nature a hand Go to flexfits.com slash chatty and use code chatty for 20% off the flex disc starter kits or 10% off your first flex cup plus free U.S. shipping. That's code chatty and flex F-L-E-X fits.com slash chatty. Broads, nothing makes me feel more put together than a good old-fashioned manicure, okay? I get my nails done and suddenly I'm talking with my hands, tapping my nails on the table, anything to draw attention to those beauties. But we all know how horrible it feels when after 24 hours you inevitably chip one of said nails. Then it feels like 
such a waste of time, such a waste of money because professional manicures aren't cheap. Uh, but now you can give yourself a professional level manicure right at home with the help of Olive and June. Okay. And their Manny system, I think also makes really great gifts. So Olive and June's Manny system comes with all the tools you need to give yourself salon quality nails, like a dual grit nail file, cleanup brush, cuticle serum, super glossy top coat, nail clippers, and polish remover. And if you pick up the Manny system plus six polishes, which by the way, like I was saying earlier, makes a amazing gift. It breaks down to just two dollars a mani getting the same thing done in a salon costs easily upwards of 35 bucks okay and here's my personal favorite part okay the mani system comes with this patented brush head called the poppy which makes it so you can easily paint your right and left hands uh -huh. and one won't come out looking like you did it in the dark yeah game changer a game changer olive and june makes my nails look like they've been professionally done for so much less time and less money it's amazing getting beautiful salon perfect nails at home is now a dream come true with olive and june your new nail life is here visit oliveandjune.com slash chatty and use code chatty for 20% off your first mani system this is an exclusive offer you can only get here that's o-l-i-v-e-a-n-d-j-u-n-e oliveandjune.com slash chatty code chatty for 20% off your first mani system oliveandjune.com slash chatty code chatty we're two not we're, we both our women com complain at us about not being spiritual enough well just so you know well, I'm well, getting maybe more spiritual. Are you big? I am. Did I have a tarot card reading help you? That was really helpful. I love that. I love I've been that. in therapy. I'm do, I'm trying to start. I'm that new too. to the therapy game. I'm brand new, and I got this guy that's um, incredible. He was a friend of a fr like he was my friend's therapist. This dude, you tell me the old guy. Yeah, he's 87, and he has a and he has a little bird. And he's like this, like Shut really the cool. Fuck up. Oh, sorry, 77, and he has a little he has parrot. A bird on he's his a shoulder. He's a pirate. He's super cool, and uh, but he. Dude, he's been, we just, the more we talk, the more I'm like, you know what? I've been closed-minded about a lot of this stuff. So it's been really good. Um, it's boring to be closed-minded. It really is. And it's a defense it's so mechanism. It's easy, though. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah. It, that's what I've come to realize. Welcome to the Serious Bros. Is Welcome, dude. Dear bro. Dear bro. Let's divulge in some defense mechanisms. No, I just have realized that, like, a lot of my... <sighs> you know, non-belief and, and coming from like past life, you know, past like experiences from like my childhood and stuff and a bit of like closed walls off in regards to like spirituality and stuff like that is like when you shut yourself down from anything entirely, you're losing out on a lot, right? Because like there's no such thing as everything is wrong or everything is right. It's like it's a it's it's moving and changing. So it's like it's not even about right or wrong too. It's also just about experience, which I'm which I'm starting to realize that I'm like and since I've been like working with him and kind of working on myself and all these things, like there's been certain things that have been happening that have been really like I, I, unexpected. You know what I mean? That's been really good for my self and my growth. But one thing that I didn't see coming, it's been making me more, definitely more, you know, intact with my just kind of what I need and things that like I, I've been burying and also my emotions and things like that, which is like, there is a side to it that's like once you open the wounds a little bit or rip the scabs off, it can be good that you're experiencing more of yourself. But at the same time, it's like it kind of makes you a little more raw throughout the day. That's what I wasn't expecting, like in therapy and then like in my like meditation and times like that where I'm spending working on myself. It's like it's really good. But then you, you kind of like open yourself up to it. I've noticed that I've kind of felt a little more sensitive. 
Mm. Like throughout the like things will happen that like I could have brushed off before because I was like a hardened cement pillar. Mm-hmm. But now that I'm a little bit of a, a wet cement, mm-hmm. you absorb things it. can stick a little harder. And it's kind of like, woof, this is a new journey I'm on. Right. Yeah. I know. Becca, you know I got to say something, though, I about Greg. Start. Greg had the best response ever. We were talking about therapy. In, I know. That's why I said. He, first off, I said, I got it. I'm, I'm going to start that. <laughs> like it's like it's like it's weightlifting or something like it's like it's keto Wait, no, <laughs> the best thing ever when i was i had i'd been talking to my therapist for like a week and i was brand new into two weeks three weeks i don't know it was early on and i was like dude it's been really actually really good and i'm unexpectedly just having a really really positive experience um and he goes yeah i'm supposed to get into that but like nothing's wrong and, and nothing's wrong with me. So I don't know why I need to do it. And I just, nothing has made me more happy than hearing Grayston just say, like, honestly, like, I don't know why I got to do it though. Like nothing's wrong with me. Yeah, but it was one of the funniest things. <laughs> I, I, I was laughing so hard. I almost puked. It was the funniest thing ever. Just someone go, yeah, I got to start that. Like, like I got to get my oil changed. I know, but, uh, that car runs fine. I'm not into it. I'm <laughs> like, was killing me. my mom, my mom made me go to a lot of therapy when I was a kid. I don't know. I'm like, whatever. I, Becca wants me to do it. It's not so for I'm everybody, gonna, right? Becca wants me to do it. So I'm going to do it. But like, I honestly, I'm like, it's not, I'm not looking <laughs> right. forward to it, but I'm also like, I've cutting been, into your surf time. Look, I've been in and out of, the, right. I mean, trust me, dude. My friends were like, my friends were like, well, you like, you know, it's better to go to someone like in person. I was like, fuck that, dude. I'm not going to spend the time driving on the fucking road to go to someone's office. <laughs> I like how you go, Zoom, fuck dude. that. I'm not driving on the fucking road. Like, <laughs> like we all know the road's bullshit. No, dude, just Zoom. <laughs> I, don't, I don't do hey, roads. Yo, dude, no, I mean, I talked to, dude, I talked to, I've uh, like, meetings via zoom have changed like the idea of like what meetings actually need to be held in person right, to me right, right. so much and the idea of like i don't know like look I, i've been in therapy before and i understand like not just when i was a kid like when i had first started my business for instance i was like i really want to understand the aspects of myself that like want to lean into procrastinating as opposed to like lean into the stuff stuff that I don't want to get done because yeah. I was afraid that like the bad habits that I had with like school and college might take over when I was trying to start my own business. And sure, I was like, sure, sure. I want to be more aware of those things. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, if you're going to do therapy, you can't like the only, it, it is very much the thing of like, whatever you put into it, you're going to get out of it. Sure. sure. So if you want to avoid the process, fine but i'm also spending my own money and you also got to be like ready and wanting it right yeah this isn't like exactly so if you don't want it it's probably i don't want it then it's probably not gonna work well Well, no but this is the thing is like forces you into it yes so like before it was my mom now it's becca wow right right you know jesus dude (laughs) god but yeah so like i don't know i'm gonna take it seriously because she wants me to do it but Hey, I'm not looking forward to it. Got it. Well, I mean, listen, it might. I'll talk about it though. It'll probably be good. It'll probably be exactly what you're talking about. I'll probably. <laughs> I'm have not someone... crying. You're crying. I'm not crying. This is dust in my eye, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, dude, did you watch the episode? I did watch the episode. Sick. How'd you feel? I mean, talk about guys who need therapy, dude. <clears throat> what did you think? Okay. I just, I mean, dude, like part of this is I'm disappointed that our burgeoning villain is off so soon. Mm. 
kudos to Michelle for not putting up with this bullshit. But at the same time, like, yeah, Chris was the most entertaining part of the show in the last like couple episodes for me (laughs) to be honest. He walks up in the middle of the day and just goes, I loved it. He just goes, Hey, um, you know, I stood up for you back there and, um, you didn't really like, like do anything for me after that. And I'm just like going like, what's going on? What did he say? He felt, he said he felt, like he's like the guy slided, but he said, he said something like that effect. He basically he like, was saying like, you like, didn't you come did up to me dirty, even after. Basically. Yeah, you did me dirty. And you gotta love it, dude. He's the guy that comforts your girl when you guys are fighting and tries to tell her that like she, she deserves better. And then all this stuff. You're like, dude, he looks at other girls all the time. Yeah, I mean, like, you don't, I don't deserve that guy. And then she so doesn't on like about. you. And you're and you're pissed at girls. And then it's like, oh, that's, that's a problem with girls. And it's like, no, it's the problem with you, loser. He's literally like, I feel he feels disrespected because Michelle just didn't do exactly what he said. I, dude, I thought she laid it when when he was she like explaining him. it, dude. And she, well, like, that's, yeah. I think that was like a very powerful thing to be saying. And I was like, and he totally like completely went over his head. Well, it was like such a misogynistic move to be like. The way he did it wasn't like, like if he really cared about her, he just would have gone to her and said, hey, I'm really sorry that this happened to you or whatever, whatever. I just want to let you know that like, um, I, I don't want that to be our relationships. If you feel that way, just let me know. It's something It was still like lame, but like you could have done it. But the fact that he just stood up in front of everybody and said, shame on all you guys. Like well, she doesn't deserve that. It's such a classic. It like so much to me about just like I am smarter than her and all of you and you it's just like dude grow up man like dude it was that it was like it was like adolescent and just like beyond privileged yes those were like the two vibes i got where it was like so everyone's supposed to listen to you everyone's supposed to respect your opinion everyone's supposed to make time Mm -hmm. so that you can have a voice when like really you were just whiny right and then you were pouty on your group date when you had an opportunity to turn things around and get her to pay attention to you. Right. I love, I just love him because he's, he, it's like, it's, it's, he's a, it's he, funny seeing him next to all these other guys who are just like confident and mature to see him like, just kind of like squan, like just kind of like. But he's being com- so out of it. It's like, how but do you not realize? He's confident in this in this very other way, dude. This is what we've talked about of like people we like to see on the show are these people who live like like Queen Victoria, right? Where it's like Queen Victoria is like, yeah, there's so much insecurity bleeding out. Yeah, but there's also a confidence at the same time of like. But it's like blind confidence. Totally. It's like a billionaire's son confidence. It's like you are, it's entertaining because it's like you are not in the room with us. Well, because he's like, you're just not here. He's not living in reality. Exactly. Exactly. Chris is the same vibe where it's just like, bro, what are you talking about? Yeah. How do you get off like thinking what you think right now? And like, if I were to spend time with him, like beside me, I'd be so mad. But if I get to watch him on TV, I'm like, keep the man on the right, show. Right, right. There's a level of like, it's like keep watching. Yeah, it's like on. if Jeff Bezos had a had a 30 year old. It's like, he's kind of just this like, wait a second, I didn't get what I wanted. That means you're wrong. This like, is not got, justice. Yeah, he's got this kind of like, wait a second, I said something nice about you, and you're not calling me. What do you mean? I it's defended like, you. Yeah, I, I I was a nice guy to you. I stood up 
in front of, do you have any idea what kind of courage it took for me to stand up and say <laughs> those words embarrassing. and expose myself in that way for you? It was hilarious. What did you think about um, Joe's date? Solid. Yeah, I mean it was solid. Okay, how about this? Joe I, versus Nate. How are we feeling in that? In that? Because that. Let's be very clear. That is the rivalry. What I mean, what are you feeling like? I feel, dude. There's a thing to me where I'm like, <coughs> okay. There, here's where. Okay, here's where I'm feeling. Here's what I'm feeling. I'm back up. I'm back up. Because this is an interesting thing that I'm feeling. What are you feeling? There's a lot more sexual tension between Nate and Michelle. Mm. Mm-hmm. And there's, I think, like more relatable connections between Joe and Michelle and like understanding, like really seeing who that person is yeah. and like having like an innate understanding of them. Innate. And that's like, I see those kinds of things. And like we see her, like she kicked Chris off the show and she didn't once address the fact that Chris said, there's a bunch of red flags about you, according to this little loser that I just kicked off the yeah. show. She came in like, she was like, well, you know, I just decided that it wasn't the relationship for me. And then she was like, and I kicked him off the show. Right, right, And right. it was like a flirt. <clears throat> it was like flirtatious. Yeah, yeah. To be like, yeah, I kicked him off. Like he was talking shit about you and I just kicked him off the show, babe. Yeah. And he was like, whoa. Right. Like that's some shit, you know, that's like totally different. Yeah. And I'm like, that is a tough feeling to like be, you know, right now, Nate's at the top. That's how I feel. Nate is by far at the top. But let the show progress. Let the show progress. And I feel like Joe's going to be just. No, he, here's here's what I'm feeling. He's feel. coming up, dude. He's coming up like a rocket ship. I still feel like Joe's ahead. Yeah. Joe, I mean, rocket ships don't take off like this. They're like. They build. But my thing is this, if I were to, I think there's two, you know, there's Nate and Joe. Like, honestly, I, don't, I think everybody else could just go home at this point, personally. Rocket ship sign. That was really good. Really, really great analogy. Um, I think Joe's always been in the front. Mm -hmm. I think he still is in the front. Just from this, you know, just from these episodes watching it, I think Nate's the best choice. What I think we have. Well, you think Nate's the best choice. Hear me out. Hear me out. Here's what I think. I think Nate's. You've seen him time tested with drama. Mm -hmm. You've seen him handle Chris. You've seen him handle Jamie. You've seen him handle multiple problems. And he every single time doesn't talk shit, doesn't react emotionally, doesn't come after someone, doesn't go back to Michelle and talk about how lame they are. Even when he was talking to Michelle's friends on the boat and they asked who's here, not here he for the right say reason. The name. He didn't say a person. He totally could have. And he didn't say a word. He's like, you know, I'm not really too interested in that. Like, there definitely are some of that, but I'm, I'm more focused on Michelle. Super mature. He's also re really, like, I think he's got, like, he's a little bit more charismatic. He's got a little more, like, I don't know. He's a little more fun to me. Um, I think on, I think all signs point to, like, Nate's the guy. I think Michelle is probably torn and leaning towards Joe because of, like, the Minnesota piece, the basketball piece, 
We lived the same lives. We were both Mrs. and Mr. Basketball. We were both, we both have been through so much together. So there's almost like a childhood bonding. There's so much that lights up in a book. And not to mention that they had chemistry before the show even started. And she, she DM'd him. So the attraction was already there. And I mean, you got to think too, like the stuff that Joe's let us know about, like for instance, when he talked about his injury. That was heavy. That's super heavy. And I think that's the kind of thing where like, for instance, like when people share trauma from their life, like you can understand like, wow, that was emotionally difficult for you. Like when he talked about like, oh, why did he ghost her? And it was like, well, I was in this neighborhood. It was like, he was not in, uh, he was not in a neighborhood with racial conflict. He was in the neighborhood. Right. And then you have something where it's like, wow, yeah, I spent my entire life working towards this objective and this goal recognized for it top kid in the entire state he could have gone to any college he wanted to for basketball when you get that kind of recognition dude you got espn on you you're on sports illustrated you're like doing all that kind of stuff and you blow you blow an injury out like that that takes your entire your entire future away brutal and that's something she could like relate to intrinsically Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know that's like she felt that i think it's interesting when people talk about those things it's very trauma personal trauma is very is usually very unrelatable. Right. And she can understand it. She can relate and she can like feel that and like understand like, yeah. you know what that did, especially when he talks about like how it affected him and having your whole life dashed before your eyes. Totally. Like, I don't think she has so a, heavy. I do not think she's developed any sort of understanding of character towards Nate in that way. Like Joe managed to have that and pivot his life. So hear me out on this. Here's my thought, though. Here's my thought. I agree with you entirely. Love Joe. I think they have so much in common. It's wild. I don't think that's always the best thing, though, for a relationship. Might not be. They almost seem like the same person. They've lived almost the uh, same life in the same town with the same accomplishments. I'm a little bit like I would feel like he's the safe bet where it's like he knows all the same people and the same coaches and the same world and we go to the same cafes but is it is that the bet is it like it's probably a safety with him but i would bet that like the chemistry with nate seems a little more raw in like a cool way like they seem to be a little more hot for each other dude i'm calling out that's midwest what's midwest you've never lived in the midwest no no they value that shit do you my family's from Indiana, bro. <laughs> He's like, yes, the Midwestern side of Los Angeles. <laughs> my parents went to high school together. <laughs> Just kidding. My parents were in like the same classes together in high school. It's actually really funny because my mom, my dad's like, yeah, your mom was really cool. And my mom's like, if you had told me in high school that I was going to marry your dad, she's like, I would have laughed in your face. Right, right. So, so funny to me, but all I'm saying, I'm just joking around about the Midwest thing. I don't really know. Like you, so you're saying it's Midwest to want to have the same exact life as your partner. Like my family, for instance, like my family that still lives in Indiana is like born in Indiana, lived in Indiana, raised their kids in Indiana. Their kids didn't just go to high school, but they also went to college in Indiana, married their high school sweethearts, plan on having their kids in Indiana, raising their kids in Indiana. Are you, but you're thing. saying that's the best they thing. Like, they like the fact that they both know all the same people having grown up. Oh. That they grew up in those areas. They never deviated from that. Not like never deviated in a negative way. Just be like that. They like having a like such an such a 
a deep rooted bond in like the it's surrounding area and community and being like, I know that that like that person who now runs this store, I knew their dad. And I came here with my dad when like this, you know, like generational stores, all that kind of stuff to me is like, it's just kind of different. Whereas like, I, I don't know, for whatever reason, like the environment of LA is like, everyone's got to like grow up to be somebody and go somewhere and do something mm. as opposed to just be like, it's totally fine to just like, like if you loved the place you grew up, just like settle down and raise your family where you grew up because you loved it so much. Might be like a clean, a clean fit. There's something to that. Yeah. Where I'm like, I don't know. She might think, I mean, dude, she's already asking people like she's expecting them to move to Minnesota for her. Right. Cause she's not moving. She's not so. moving from Minnesota, dude. The fact that he's got deep roots in Minnesota is like, that's probably strength for him in that whole thing he doesn't seem like he wants to leave minnesota yeah that's probably if if you're like pretty locked in on staying in minnesota then yeah you're probably like this guy's great yeah i don't know i don't know i really like i'm just, I'm just saying you i know. really like i really like joe but they're both so laid back and i feel like nate is a little bit more you know he's got a little bit more jumping off the page a little bit like i sense from him he's a little bit more maybe like outspoken or like a people person or whatever. That we're not seeing. No, I'm just saying from the vibe I'm getting, all I can go off of, of what I've seen, but I've just, he just feels a little bit more like you see a lot of, you see a lot of footage of him talking with all the guys and joking around and then like having conversation. Joe's never a part of any of these. And so I just wonder if, and he always talks about how he really struggles with like opening up and having talking. And so I just wonder if like, it's like the perfect fit versus like possibly the best, like, connection but i also wonder this so like i was thinking about this on the car ride over here we're like i wonder what i would be like on the show would i want to be friends with these guys or would i look at all of them and be like fuck all of you dude i don't want to talk to a single one of you guys i'm going to sit in my room and listen to my audiobook and do like push-ups and sit-ups the whole time and just yeah. be like focused on getting utterly jacked for the camera and just like focusing on michelle right. and not being like i'm not here to make friends Right. With you guys, like, it's a it's the weirdest thing in the world to me when I hear these guys be like, this is just such a rock solid group of men. Like, such an, it's such an honor to know you guys. It'd be like, dude, what the, what are you talking about? You're talking about, about? Clayton? I'm just talking about in <laughs> Clayton's general. that guy. He's just like, I won, I won the, the challenge. These are these my guys, boys. I'm looking at these guys. We're like, do you not, like, re, do you not remember the fact that, like, they're all going after, like, the girl you're also going, I, I don't want right. to be friends with you. I've met, like, I've been in situations where I've dated, like, I dated a girl who was in a long, who was in a long distance relationship with someone. And I was like, yeah, I don't care. It doesn't bother me. I never want to actually meet this person. I never want to see that person. I don't want to know. I don't want to, like, put a face to just, like, there's just some dude. Yeah. Whatever. Right. And then I, lo, lo and behold, I end up meeting him. And I was like, yeah, I can't do this. Like, fuck that. Right, Done. right, right, right. Can't do it. I can't. I just like, I'm not into that. I'm not into like, I don't want to know this person. I want to know. I don't even want to know their name. I don't especially don't want to be in the same room or like share a bedroom with this person or like mm. go through that. I don't want to be friends with you. Mm. And I'm listening to like when the guys talk about like other guys on the show and they're questioning them and they're like, yeah, he just doesn't like, he's totally different in front of us than he is with her. And it's like, no shit, dude. <laughs> Like, what are you talking about? It's never going to be the same. Are you what kidding are you, me? Like, he doesn't want to be my friend. Like, dude, what are you? Why are you, what are you? Are you confusing why you guys are even on the show? Yes. You're on the show to make friends? I also think that, like, a lot of times guys probably sense that they're not going to, it's not going to work. 
So then they focus on the guy relationships because it's the only thing to get you through it. Right. So I, I, I would, I would bet that like there's certain guys that are like, we don't seem to have chemistry. She doesn't seem to be wanting to hang out with me. I get just every group date. That's like, I'm Hunter. probably not going to last very long. It was up, boys. <laughs> like I bet there is a little bit of that. Let's be real. It has to. It has to. There I mean, you be. see guys like that clubhouse guys where like the rest of the guys are like crying when those dudes leave. Yeah. Cause it's just like, you know what? I made the most of my time. I realized that like we didn't have the connection, but you know, you're a top dog before top 10. Like Joe. No, and, sure. That's what I'm saying. Joe and him know that they're, they're beyond the other guys, but there's middle Packers where it's like, we have a connection enough what to where it's it? like fun, but then Droopy we're dog. also who's our yeah. middle Packers. Droopy dog, Droopy dog, um, Clayton, Clayton for sure. Oh, he's, he's done a little better. Actually, he's yeah, done. But he's, we know. I mean, this is the dumbest shit yeah, about the, the, the fact that we know. The yeah. The fact that we know it's like, you guys, we know he's that like, up so bad. He's cool, what you, but he's, what is wrong yeah. with you all? Yeah, exactly. So I don't know. I'm just getting the sense that maybe there's a couple guys that go like, we have a little bit of chemistry enough to keep me going in the show, but not enough to like, beat out Joe and Nate and these other guys. So like at the end of the day, I'm just going to focus on my relationship with it's the boys. like a workout buddy. And exactly. Cause you know, that's all they do. That's all they like. That's I remember during Katie's season, do. there was a couple of those guys that were just like, yo, so how's your time Pumping here? And they like were just working crazy. out six hours a day. Speaking of working out. Yeah. Before we get into our guest. Yeah. We have a guest. We have a guest. We have our very first guest. In their very first, well, no, we've had Gre- uh, Craig on, remember? That was our first guest. Oh, yeah, guest. we had Craig on. We had on. Craig on. What's up, Craig? But we have a Bachelor Nation guest. Yeah, we do, dude. We got one of the, we, we somehow, Evan and I skirted, they, we, we the steered pirate ship pirate took ship. A, we, we docked it, yeah. we docked it on Bachelor we, we docked it on, on ABC's pier. Mm-hmm. And we somehow circumvented the guards <laughs> we, this is a bit of a Pirates of the Caribbean kind of like we snuck off yeah, and we, we kind of climbed like, over the British yeah, we guards. We Jack and, Sparrowed the shit out of this. <laughs> we did. And we got him. Um, so we got a guest in a few minutes here. But the last thing I want to talk about before we, before we get into our guest. Did you catch our boy Ty Ty on his photo shoot? No. What's Ty's photo shoot? Wait, you don't know about Tyler's photo shoot? No! Okay, okay. This is the best thing ever. This is the best thing ever. I cannot believe you have not seen this. We haven't talked about him in so long. Okay, okay. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, I just like get confused at first. I was like, Ty, Ty. And then you said photo shoot. I was like, you're talking about camera. Okay, here we go. Here we go. This is is big, dude. I can't believe you don't know about this. I'm so happy. You're talking about the face of Hoka. I'm talking about... What's this. he got? He has some protein drink he represents too. He's talking about Tyler Cameron protein I'm drink about, and Hoka wearing. I'm talking about this picture that just dropped. Best friends with Matt James, Tyler Little Cameron. Calvin Klein vibe. Is he Tyler Cameron the third? Uh, I don't know, but this is this is this is big. Okay, a lot of you, a lot of you broads and bros will know about this. So the ding, fact that ding, I'm exposing ding. this firsthand will it will be great. I'm gonna show, show him the picture now. He just dropped this. What? Check it out in detail. Zoom in. What the <laughs> actual? <laughs> There's nothing there. There's no filter. No, it's just, yeah, 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 just yeah, 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 full yeah. dickhead. Just, just full. And it's like they just got the tip of the underwear wet. Like they just got the tip wet so that you could fully see it. Like he peed himself. Just a little bit of pee pee. 
Just a little bit of. I pee-pee. mean, how wild is that? Look how sultry my man looks. Dude, my too. man looks unreal. Is hungover? Like, is hungover the secret to looking sexy? Does he look hungover? Oh, he looks a little hungover. Yeah, right? he looks like he looks like, like he had like a little bit look? of a fight. Pretend you looked hungover, but also be shredded. So when you're hungover, it looks good for demand. Dude, wild pick, huh? Super wild. That's exactly what I want to look like. That's what you want to look like. Yes. But you could be like jack jacked. I don't want to be jack jacked. My body type, that's the most I'll that's the biggest I'll ever get. That's what I want to look like right now. No there. matter how many I'd have to take so many supplements to put on weight to look like that. I just started speaking of personal I just actually started. Today was my first day with a per, new personal trainer. Nice. Congrats. I've never really I've never really stuck with one. I say new like I've had one. I need to get one. I've worked out with friends. This is the one I'm gonna make a commitment trying to climb V10. So listen, listen. If you got it. Flaunt it, dude. I mean, listen. If someone Tyler's got it, if someone I mean, told me, "Hey, we love the fact that you, your body looks guy. and you're the you're the sexy," and we, by the way, we want to put a little bit of wetness on the tip. I'm, dude. I'm going full tip. Like no issue. Tyler is a sexy guy, but look at, I, you know, this is something of like this is a perfect example of. Um, Tyler was a contractor. Tyler was a contractor. What if that guy's you and know, now he your comes roof? off the show? Now he comes off the show and he's showing his PP through wet underwear. <laughs> dude, it's it's amazing. It's a long distance from contracting. I'm just dude. gonna say that he. I mean, dude, he's doing good. He's doing good for himself. You know, Gigi Hadid, all this stuff. Like the man's got a lot of exposure. The man's oh, a lot of doors open for Tyler Cameron. He's a cool guy. All I'm saying is now you're getting paid to put your dick tip out there in, <laughs> dude, a, in a in a in a you know in an underwear commercial and i, I will say the dude the dude pulled it off i get it speaking of hot guys do man. girls like tidy whities i want to know this um I, listen do girls it doesn't find matter underwear like that sexy Does if, it, it doesn't matter when you look like that that's what i'm saying if you look like that tidy whities look great he's so tan too He's a Miami baby. He's just running in Miami, baby. Welcome to Miami where the heat is on all night. But uh, we got a good looking next guest. So man has um, swag. The man has a muzz, which you noticed. Your did you did you do that for him? No, I actually didn't oh. do it for him. I did it. Becca hates when I do it, but we um Wow, I was about to say something. I might it's a little sensitive. Too late now. <laughs> We were we were we were taking a little shower together and I Cute. shaved I shaved in the shower before she came in and I left left just the muzz for fun and then I forgot to shave it. And then dude I had to go renew my license today. Yeah. And I had to and update you, it to the, yeah, and I had to take the photo like this. And I was That's like, so you. of course, dude. That's so of you. course. Like I didn't mean to like that. I would not have done it. I just totally like forgot that I even left it on there. I love that. I absolutely love that. Dude, I'm also when they do the photo, they're like one, two, three. And so you like smile and you're like, oh, it must be it's halfway through. And then it's like actually on like four and a half is when right. they actually flash. So she was like one, two, three, and I was like, And then as you're coming I down, went, I went, and that's yeah. when the flash happened. And I was like, she looked at my photo and I was like, It, it will it work? Is it work? Is it <laughs> like will that she's pass like, as me? She's literally she looked at me, and she goes, Yeah, it'll work. <laughs> And sent it through, and I was like, the fuck is my photo, dude? I'm going to be like, I really hope it actually is like one, like one of those really funny ones. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's the thumbnail for the episode. My driver's... <laughs> just, uh, I have sideways. I just, you have one of those photos where they're like, how do you get this photo? It's like the eyes are rolled back in your head. My friend in high school, this kid, Damon Kaufman, 
got a photo where he did like, you know, you're not supposed to contort your face. Right. He did one where he went like, he was smiling, he said, and they were like, one, two, three, and he was smiling, and he went, <laughs> like right at the end. That was his driver's like photo. <laughs> they we went like with it. 17. Yeah, he just like had, it was like crazy photo. I love it. Well, our next guest is a real treat, and uh, you know what? I'm not even going to say who it is. Let's just get no, into it. No, we're not going to say who it is, but just know that we're... We're trying to go, we want to dig deeper into who we, like, we just want, yeah. some, we want some stories. We America did not get enough about him, and so we're bringing more we're bringing to you. We're bringing him here, dude. You're welcome. Let You're me welcome. just say that. Okay, broads, interrupting the bros one last time. All I want for the holidays is silky soft sheets that don't hurt the planet. Well, I guess what they say is true. Ask and you shall receive because Etitude is delivering just that this holiday season. Um, and no sheets. No sheets have wowed me and changed my sleeping game like Etitude. Yep. Most sheets are made with materials that consume a massive amount of water and energy during production, not to mention treated with a ton of chemicals along the way. All in all, just not great, obviously, for the planet, but also not to wrap yourself in each night for eight hours. Etitude set out to find a better type of sheet, and that's when they introduce us to their bedding made from organic bamboo, baby. Oof. Okay, Becca and I both have a set of these, and we love them. love them. And if you're wondering what it's like to sleep on bamboo, it's kind of similar to the texture of silk, but without that insane price tag. Plus, Etitude's sheets wick away moisture and regulate temperature to help keep you cool and comfortable all night long. It's it's incredible. It's changed my sleeping. Uh, try Etitude's bamboo sheets for 30 nights. And if you're not 100% satisfied, you can even return them for a full refund. Right now, you can get 20% off your order plus free shipping when you visit etitude.com slash chatty and enter promo code chatty. Remember, that's Etitude, as in attitude with an E, as in eco attitude. Order today for free shipping and 20% off your order at etitude.com slash chatty promo code chatty. So this time of year, so many people are obsessed with their health and prioritizing wellness. And if you know someone like that, or maybe you are someone like that, helped your loved ones or yourself get closer to achieving their health and wellness goals with an Everlywell at-home lab test. Everlywell offers affordable at-home lab tests that give you trusted, physician-reviewed results. Not only are the tests done conveniently in your own home, they're also so much more affordable than doing the same tests in the doctor's office, but you're still going to get your results reviewed by a physician. So here's how it works. Head to everlywell.com to choose from their dozens of test options based on the info you want to know. And you can test everything from sleep and stress to thyroid and so much more. Then Everlywell ships the test right to your door with everything you need for a simple sample collection. After you're done with the test, just mail it to the lab with the prepaid shipping label. And in just a few days, you'll have your physician reviewed results. I've mentioned before that I've taken numerous of their tests and finding out the results has been so helpful in my day-to-day -day life, I'm looking actually to order that sleep and stress test next because need it. This holiday, give more of what matters with an Everlywell at-home lab test. For our listeners, Everlywell is offering a special discount of 20% off an at-home lab test at everlywell.com slash chatty. That's everlywell.com slash chatty for 20% off your at-home lab test, everlywell.com slash chatty. Well, first of all, we start every podcast with a, uh, a little sound. So we're going to start with this. And we're back. But our guest today doesn't have a beer, but has a little ice in the glass. So if we could get there a little you know. clink, clink. Let's hit a clinkle, yeah. All right, there, there is, we go, there, there we go. All right. So, I mean, this is an honor for us. We definitely watched the first, well, we, we, even when we did like the cast bio breakdown. Yeah, it was really, it was when we <clears> saw the cast photo. 
you know, there's certain just people that jump off the page and just have a vibe right away. And we were like, this guy's got something. Yeah. You know, when you see a star. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, dude, it's like you're a scout. We're a it's scout. A, We're like sports a, scouts. It's a, it was like a, the picture, you know, the picture wasn't moving, but it felt like we were looking at like a Harry Potter magazine or something. We're like, it was yeah. alive. It was alive. It was jumping out off the page at us. So <laughs> a, a very warm welcome to PJ, who is an absolute star. Welcome, dude. Welcome, PJ. Hey, thank you very much. Give like, us the background behind the like swagged out vibe that we had in the, in the cast photo. Because... The reason why also why you jumped off because everyone else looks like it was boring. It's like a DMV photo. Literally. Like everybody kind of sits there with their like white shirt on and they're like, you, you had know, like and then party, all of a sudden like party bam, time PJ hits and it's like the sick chain and then the, the like muzzy. Every, yeah, the sick muzzy, <laughs> everything. And I'm just like, dude, what is going on with this guy? Like out of nowhere. I was just uh, inspired by the boys, really. You know, the boys back home were all like, hey, you know, go all out. Keep your, because I was like, man, should I shave the mustache? What should I do? Clean up? And they're like, nah, man, just be you. Just rock it out. And uh, I mean, that's something I would wear, you know, going out a normal night, you know, have a good time. Yeah. And that's what I was curious about was like, is it part of your normal wardrobe? Like that is yeah, PJ. I was like, yeah, that's, that's me all the way. Sick. I love it. I love it. Yeah, because I do feel like some some of the guys. Well, this is just like a general too. It's just like a lot of the people. It's like maybe they get nervous and kind of like overthink it. Yeah. And so then like you put on something that you like, and then you're kind of something you don't like, and then you just end up like H and R Block. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You Trying just to end look up super professional. <laughs> yeah, then you just end up you're like a job interview, and you're like, this is not a job interview, no. dude. No, no, no. But you also have like the best job too when it comes to like remember when we saw you on the picture picture we were like oh okay i mean like gosh this guy's like already starting like uh, on the top it's gonna be over he's got the swag he's got the looks he's got the whole thing and then we're like what's this guy do i hope it's something stupid yeah i hope luxury car salesman we were just hoping it was something not that cool (laughs) we were kind of fine like it's either uh insurance sales yeah something boring and so we were like and we were with our girls too and and then of course Fireman. We were just like, are you kidding me, dude? We like, picked you like top four. We were like, PJ's going hard. So that's like the follow-up is like from that, what was your, I mean, there's a lot of follow-ups. We tend to bounce all over the place on our questions, so you have to forgive us. This is a shit show, dude. But just what did you, yeah. what would you, what did you say your first impression of Michelle was like? Um, At first she seemed genuine. Like she jumped out, like she, she said something to me originally when I hopped out and I didn't, I kind of expected her to kind of sit back and like, let me get through my whole thing. But she kind of, like engaged off the rip and I was like okay wow this is like a real kind of you know mm-hmm. exchange and I wasn't expecting that so were you intimidated it was a lot you know it was a lot I don't say I was intimidated but uh it was it was definitely like you you know what to expect you think you know what to expect but there's always a curveball and sure and her like being as genuine as she was it was definitely a curveball yeah so different what did you feel extra flustered when she dropped that there was another fireman? Um, that just kind of stepped it up for me. I was like, now I just have to beat him at least. You know, I can't be the. <laughs> I got to beat the other fireman out at least. You know, Daniel, I love Daniel. He's a good dude. So what, but, what, what was your thoughts when you found out he came in on the toy truck and you had the real one? Well, I had no clue. Yeah, well, I didn't know. <laughs> I've watched. They didn't tell you? <laughs> he wouldn't. And he never said it. He never brought it up. So nobody... Well, that's what we were wondering too, because it was like obviously they put it right next to each other, and so the guys on the, the like the kids the truck, you're on the big truck, and I was like, <laughs> someone's pissed. 
Like someone's got to be. Someone's pissed. got to be pissed. Like either they're pissed, either PJ's pissed because he's like, oh, he's doing the cute thing, or that guy's pissed because it's like, yo, he comes in with the literal fire truck, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like coming in on the thing, and I was like, because they had to tell him, be like, no, we can't have, like that's too much. We can't yeah. have an actual fire truck. I mean, you can take this little toy one though, right? You know. <laughs> I don't know how it went down. I didn't even know. I thought he hopped out the limo with the fire suit on. I didn't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I had no clue. This it was definitely uh, funny to watch afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> where where are you? Like, where is your station? Yeah, where do you work? Uh, I'm in Houston. Um, oh, you're in yeah. Houston. You grew yeah. up in Houston. Uh, I grew up in Austin. In Austin, okay. Yeah, ATX. But I moved to Houston when I joined the fire department. Okay. Which do you prefer? I actually prefer living in Houston right now, but uh, I like to go back and visit Austin. I love Austin, but I think there's a little bit more for me here right now where I'm at in my life. But the goal is to settle down and move back to Austin for sure. Eventually. Austin's changed a lot. It has. Do you like how it's gotten or is it, is it lost a little bit of its hometown feel? I mean, I love it. You know, aside from the traffic, the traffic is crazy. They, They can't, they can't build the highways and stuff fast enough to catch up with all the people that are moving to Austin. But aside from that, I love that. Uh, it's just so much to do now. There's a lot more things to do. And uh, it's like a real tourist type place. I kind of like it. That's cool. Question for since you've been on the show, have you been on calls where people recognize you? Um, I have a couple of times. <laughs> uh, there's an instance. So we were, well, we do, we do EMS as well. So, like, I was on the ambulance. Mm-hmm. We took a patient to the hospital, and uh, the nurse was like, it, it, we kind of shut down the hospital triage. And she was like, uh, Are you are you PJ? I was like, Yeah. It was, I found a name on my shirt. Like, yeah. She's like, oh my God. Right, come over. Like, they're like leaving patients and stuff. It was like, you know, it was all- <laughs> it was like, I give him another shot of a uh, painkiller or whatever. I got to talk to this guy. <laughs> <laughs> so this is something interesting because we also want to, you know, a lot of our interest is like we get to know you because you are on The Bachelor. But the big thing for us is like I want we want to know more about PJ. And something interesting to me is the fact that you are a fireman. And I have a couple of my buddies are firemen. One of them just recently got hired and it huh. took him like seven years. And so my I was really interested in your process of becoming a fireman. Like, did you do the whole like did you go through the paramedic aspect and then did you go to like a fire academy and then have to go through the application? He was telling me it's like 10,000 people apply for two positions. There's like lotteries too and it's stuff. It's crazy. How is it compared to like California? Like we know it's crazy over here. Is it the same thing over there? Well, so Houston was a little bit different. There's a, so we had like class of like 70. So there was probably about, there's a few, probably like two or 3,000 took a civil service. That's what they call mm-hmm. But, um, when I came through, there was three classes of 70 that they put through. So initially 20 or 10 guys. And um, it was, I mean, it was competitive, but it wasn't like, uh, I, a lot of guys have stories like that where they tried multiple times. And I, I just scored high enough on the test to get through the first time. And we had a bunch of military guys too. They got extra, you get uh, like extra points on the civil service test for military. And uh, <clears throat> so my class had a lot of military guys too. That's, they get a little leg up. Uh, what's, you know, the, first, so. what's the civil service test? Uh, it's basically like a, um, I think I had an advantage coming out of college too, because I was fresh out of college when I took it. And it's, uh, it's just basic, um, don't need a calculator, basic reading, writing, uh, comprehension, uh, some little, little, like they do like little gear type things. If you turn this gear this much, it's going to end up like this. It's like some, uh, 
just like observatory things, just common sense type like stuff. Like pattern, so. pattern solving and stuff. Pattern, like right, that. Exactly. Yeah. Pattern, yeah. How was it with the boys being on the show? Because like that is, you know, I just feel like you probably. Just, I, I just. Get, I, I mean, we. I played sports as a kid. Like anything <laughs> like that. They have I know to it's the same thing. He's getting you. roasted. I'm sure to some extent. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it was a lot, you know. I initially I had to walk into uh, I didn't want to I didn't want to jump the gun on it early because I was in the process of it, and uh, I had to walk into my chief's office and be like, so uh, I'm gonna be off for a little while, uh, you know. I got this this show, and he's like, and he just looks at me like, are you are you you know are you serious? And added a couple more words like you know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want you to do, I want you to do the best, man. Don't, he's like, don't embarrass me. Don't embarrass your mom. And, uh, <laughs> but yeah, they gave me a hard time. They still give me a hard time about it. They call me Hollywood at the station. It's, uh, oh yeah. I love that. <laughs> That's the best. Hollywood is That's such a, a classic sick nickname though. Like if you're going to get it, Hollywood. They coming around in the yeah, weight room. Never ending. So how was the process with you? Cause like, I will say you lost me a bit of money. You know what I mean? I, 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 we, with the second we, we saw you, we were you, like, dude, dude the guy, it, it's over. Now it's just his, it's his to lose. So I just want to know, like, I don't know the process, right? We've never been there. So it's like when you're there and there's so many guys and everyone's trying to kind of find the, the tempo and figure out how to talk and make that first impression, like, you know, there's, and there's also a lot of people that are like slow movers, right? Like after a couple conversations, then all of a sudden the personality comes out. Like, how are or you with that? Or the competitive side. Or the competitive side where you compete by not trying to be the biggest, showiest, flashiest right. person. Because, like, you to, don't, that's, that's like, obnoxious in a weird you're way, You're flirting too. with insecurity at that point if you're trying to be the loudest in the room all the time. But then it's also, like, we've seen... You have to make an impression. We've seen that totally backfire on people. Yeah. Um, I feel like there was, you know, like you said, there's guys who are trying to be, like, you know, every time there was a question, they had something to say about everything. They jumped to the front, you know... It's a, it it kind of reminded me of like, you know, like football camp, you know, you got these guys who want to be jumps in front of the line and like all in the coaches faces. And then you got the guys who kind of just let their, you know, let what they do on the field take, you know, mm-hmm. speak for and I feel like I, I'm kind of more of a laid back. I like to, you know, be more naturally organically meet people. I don't come to, I don't show up with like props and like things like that on a normal date. So it was kind of like, uh, it was, a, it, was a, it was, it was a little bit of culture shock in that aspect, but um, I think, that um, being laid back and she didn't really get a chance to, I think she maybe took my, me being more laid back as kind of like complacency and not wanting to be there. And that wasn't the case. There was just some things that came up in the ceremonies that uh, kind of limited my time with her. So I didn't get a chance to really make that connection, let her know that I'm just more of a slow mover in that sense. You know, I don't really jump okay. right. Like that. Now that you've been watching the show though, Mm-hmm. And Michelle is becoming more like of a, you're learning more about her. Like as we learn more about her, you know, mm-hmm. um, do you feel like you would have vibed with her if you had stayed on? Um, I think we would have vibed. Um, I also think that she kind of entertains some things that I don't really, you know, embellish in my lifestyle. I feel like she kind of, but she, she's trying to fill everybody out, you know, yeah. you're still, from what I've seen, I, she did give a lot of attention to some stuff that I feel like, you know, if you're like a genuine, you know, you know what you want, it, you just, there wouldn't be any, any question, you know, no hesitation, you know, you're getting rid of that off the bat, but uh, that's all I can say about that. Fair yeah, enough, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> well, it's, it's hard because I always think about in the show, you know, because you're in the beginning, there's a frenzy to like win someone's attention, right? Uh-huh. 
that like it's not until later that you actually get to know the person. So like there's always this weird thing I think about people in this show where it's like, what if you're what if you fight, 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 fight to get the attention? And then all of a sudden you're like, we don't really have we don't have shit. Or chemistry or like, I don't know. <clears throat> you're not really my type or whatever. But, you know, that first like five, six episodes, it's all about just or, like, how do I get there to see if there is chemistry or when you're crushing on someone super hard? Yeah. And you haven't had much of an opportunity to talk to him. You just keep seeing him in passing. And like, you know, this is like what happened in college. We're like. You'd see this person once and you're like, fuck, I want to talk to that person. Right, and then right. it's like weeks go by, but you've built them up in your head. Of to like, where they're like, they're, oh, your, they're your soulmate. But, and then it's like, you know, then you talk to them. And you're like, oh, maybe we don't have it something there. It's like, is there something like, if, let's say right now, boom, time machine. You're back to getting a call from a producer. You're going to go on the show. What is there anything you would have done differently? Or were you like, no, I was myself. And or you're like, no, I never really pulled the trigger like I should have. Um, I was definitely myself, but I think definitely. So I'll say I dodged the bullet the first time, first rose ceremony. I didn't get to talk to her because something came up with a guy. And then when it happened again and I felt it coming, I think I should have just took that opportunity upon myself to just kind of like, just, Hey, I need to talk to you now. You know, like, you know, cause yeah. the, you know, it never, like I didn't get a chance to talk to her again. And then there was something else that came up with Joe and it's just like, here we go again. Another ceremony, another time I'm supposed to talk to her. I can't get a chance to talk to her. Right. And you know, it's hard to make that connection, whether to see you do or you don't, you know. But um, that if I had that time machine, I definitely think that I would just kind of take a little bit more, uh, been a little bit more assertive in that moment when I kind of felt like my window was closing. If you will. It's right. tough in that moment. I feel like I've been in moments in life where it's like you confuse like being assertive with being selfish. Right. Or being you know? annoying or being like yeah. yeah, anything that can be construed as like trying too hard. It's it's like it's such a dance in real life, let alone you ver you one one person you're going after with thirty other people that are trying to go after the same person. Yeah. Like that's such a weird mind game. Well, you can't, I don't think you could have, do anything that prepares you for it. No. There's no way. I don't even think people who've been on the show who go back on are prepared for it again. I feel like it's like you forget about it. Like it's like some kind of terrible nightmare that you like lived yeah. through. And then it's like you have positive memories. So you focus on those positive points. And then when you go back into it, it's like, oh, my gosh, like yeah. this is unlike anything all over again. And it's also like certain people thrive in certain situations versus not. So like certain people, it's like, oh, in a room of 30 people, that's where I feel most comfortable. And yeah. then certain people, it's like, dude, I... This is not like I'm not good, but at one on one, I would kill it. Like, it's just Be like Becca thrives, thrives. Becca thrives in that environment. She's that's my that's my partner. She's an ex bachelor contestant. She's cutthroat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. She's very cutthroat. Since you've been on the show, I've noticed that you have it because like this is this is a part of it too, right? Is people post show mm -hmm. focus a lot on social media, right? You haven't, like, and you haven't. And I think I wanted to ask you about that because it's like a lot of people go like, okay, cool. I have a little bit. I can see if I can squeeze what I can squeeze out of this. What is your like, what was your kind of thought coming back from that? I'm through, I'm sure you're getting a lot more DMs. I'm sure, I'm sure you were getting a lot more friend requests. People saying, what's up? People said, you know what I'm saying? Hey, come, like you were in like, Houston, come to my restaurant, whatever, or, you know? Like, you know, we asked if people are recognizing him when he's on duty. That's what I'm saying. Be like when you're going out with the boys. Be like, everyone wants to go out with PJ now. I bet yeah, you're like all the, the stock calls from the boys. Bit. Be like, what's up, dude? You, see, you know about this event going on? Uh, yeah, a lot of new friends that, you know. From, uh, I'll say, I mean, I, I, what I did was I made my profile um, 
I took it off private, which has always been private. And I feel mm-hmm. like that's probably, that was me like, hey, I'm embracing the, the process of it. But at the same time, like uh, the kind of mindset I have is that, you know, I, I have my life back home, you know, out here, you know, I don't have to, I'm not trying to be a, a movie star. Or like I'm good with, you know, my life, you know, I'm glad to be back home. Just, you know, not to say I'm glad to be gone off the show, but I, you know, I'm, it's good to be back home. And I, you know, yeah. I feel like I like what I do. I like who I am. I don't have to, you know, glam up a show to try to, you know, get some type of status, but I'm, I'm having fun with it. I'm trying to, you know, uh, get out of my comfort zone a little bit. And, um, talk about some things that I've wanted to talk about. So I'm using well, it, it sounds. That. I mean, it also sounds like it was just like some kind of like, you know, it's an adventure. It is. It's, it's like, a- you know, you did a lot of hard work, like you're doing a career you want to be doing already. It's not like this was some like door opening to some other thing. Exactly. It's kind of like a cool chapter in life. And now you just move on back to like the main focus of what it always, like what was always the main focus. And that's why I'm here to say, Michelle, you missed out on a good one because you never know with some of these, you know, with some people trying to use this show as some sort of platform builder, some sort of like intro to acting class, some some shit like this. So the fact that he came back and the, and the most he did was take it off of private shows you that this guy is not in it for the wrong reasons. You know what I mean? All right. So now some more fun though. What in like all the time you've spent as a paramedic or fireman, what's the funniest call you've gotten? Uh, I'll say this, this one's not funny, but this is kind of crazy. It's just, just the kind of stuff that we deal with sometimes, especially because sometimes there's like a language barrier. You know, Houston's is a very diverse city. Uh, we got dispatched one time to a, uh, like a fracture. It, was, it came through as a foot fracture and like three in the morning and we get there and you know, like a guy, he's, he's, uh, he's, um, his whole like throat is slit open, like what? you know, like cartel style, you know. Yeah, and we're like fracture. We're like, oh, you know, whatever. We got to get it going. So we get into the hospital and everything, and uh, the MD medicine route, and uh, dropped a tube down his throat. Was breathing for him. We got him there with pulses and everything. He just, but I mean, he didn't make it. But it was a, uh, it's just a crazy thing. Like you know, in the middle of the night, you, you're like, okay, you're waking up for this call. You see, all right, foot fracture. What is this? You know some dumb stuff and you get there and it's like whoa. not what you were expecting jeez that's heavy do you have any like ridiculous ones that were like i don't know like i'm sure people call you guys all the time for the most insane things like i can't turn my tv on or i something thought like my that. house i thought we started an electrical fire in college in my house and that's why we called because we started google we got really scared and paranoid yeah because we had a like it was cold and we had like a, a really powerful like space heater going, and then like plumes of smoke started coming out of the outlet. Which but it we was just your friend smoking started... weed downstairs. No, dude, it smelled like burning plastic. And we were like, <laughs> "What is this?" And then we saw, it and we were like, "Holy shit!" And like shoved the fire extinguisher in the outlet, and then we started googling about like electrical fires. And we, I, re- of course, when you Google some, it's like googling a disease. It's like WebMD. It just says it said the worst that, like, case every it time. It said that the fire can actually go like up the inside the walls and spread up to like light your roof on fire from inside your walls and you don't know till your whole roof is on fire it's like a microwave so we started freaking out we ran upstairs started pressing our bodies against the wall trying to see if it's like we (laughs) could feel like some ambient heat and we was like dude i'm downstairs i'm like i'm I'm not taking i'm not gonna wait till we know that the roof is on fire to call the. i was like we're gonna get ahead of the problem call them now all sound like a good idea we call the fire department they show up. It's me. I lived with four other girls. They show up and like I was, you know, it's like, yeah, I got this, ladies. 
Dude, and they had to be like the biggest crew of firemen. Yeah, and the they're boots, like, uh, dude, you got, sir. But you, can, you all get like three inches from the boots. Six, don't don't blame it boots. on the boots, all right? So they came all these in guys, tall. dude, they're like big, dude. Just like show up to the door and it was just like, I don't know. Like, I think it's everything's okay, dude. And then we had to like <laughs> explain. Had to explain why we called them. It was embarrassing. Dude. You thought it was, was going to be like, I, got, I saved the you ladies. And the reality was. I was like looking for, I was looking for reassurance. So I was like, we did the right thing though, right? He's like, like we should have called. Do, He's like, yeah, sure, again. whatever. Yeah, exactly. Here's a, here's a teddy bear. Like, <laughs> we, uh, we we've had we, we get some crazy calls kind of around that. We had a we had a we had an owner of a strip club call us out, and uh, initially it came through as like an assistant assistant citizen. You know, they needed us to bring all the water we could get and all this and that. So we get there. Whatever didn't make sense. The notes didn't really make sense. We get there and the guy's like, hey, um, I hate to do this, but, you know, we're having a, uh, we're trying to fill this pool out front. It was COVID, right? So this is COVID time. So the bar, the actual strip club's closed. So you wanted mm -hmm. to fill the pool out front with water and do like an outdoor strip type deal. And um, so they called us out for that. Uh, and, uh, my cat wasn't even mad. The girls were out there. He's like, <laughs> <laughs> like do it. But I mean, you know, I, I do appreciate the, uh, the gesture. You know, he was trying to give us like all kind of little, you know, coupons and stuff like that. And uh, it's funny. But wait, um, wait, hold on. So he calls you guys with strip club coupons <laughs> to bring the hose and fill up a pool for the yeah. ladies to like get wet and wild in. I like how he calls you guys. That's my favorite thing is that he calls you guys like you're just like, you guys just have water on deck. They're like, I don't know how I'm going to get water fast enough. He's like, you know, I know these guys. They're driving like, a big red truck and they always seem to have lots of water. We should hit them up. For real. Like, come over here. Insane. That's yeah. a sick call, though. I mean, what's funny to me is like that, that right there, that's a small business owner. Yeah, that's like, how am I going to save money on water? Yeah. Exactly, dude. He's, he's, for, he's trying to get those cheat codes. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you tried. He was close, you know. You tried, you know. All right, before you were fireman, did you ever have to call the fire department for anything dumb? Never. No. Never. I never did. Actually, my I never did. So apparently, I didn't know this. I was a kid. Uh, we had a pool backyard growing up. My dad called the fire department to fill up the pool. <laughs> <laughs> Is this like a Texas thing, dude? Do people just call the fire department for free water? I've never even heard of this. I'm going to do this, dude. I'm going to be like, yo, um, my whole, I, I haven't used my sprinklers in a while. Like, could you guys come out and just water my lawn? And is it like, if you know, you know, like, yeah, this is like some cheat code, like some old law from 1912. Like, like if actually, ye... actually, we can't keep the water in the tank for more than like a week. So like, we're just, we're just going to dump it. Otherwise, I just you call, know, yeah, what I do is I call fire it's department pool full and I say, of water, Hey, though. uh, how old's your water? And they go, well, they got well, one day left. He's you like, come over. I got, got you. a pool. I got an empty pool. Okay. So hit us with this. Yeah, so it, was, so it came full circle to me, you know, later on in life. But yeah, my dad. Did they fill it up? No, that's legit. So he called them. That was the reason. He, Your dad called them to fill up his pool. Yeah. <laughs> and they were like, they were cool. I mean, Austin, Austin Does your dad a own a strip club? No. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, dad, stop calling <laughs> us. <laughs> yeah, it was actually the same guy, you know. <laughs> Uh, he, uh, they, they actually did it. They were like, okay, we can't do this, but no. this time, they did it. They did the it. fire department filled your pool up. 
That's some Texas shit. That's some nice people that Texas. Like shit. In LA, legit. they would literally be like, "No, but I will soak your whole house in water so you yeah. never call us again." Exactly. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Dang. That's so funny. Dude, your dad, dude, that's like a whole different kind of state of mind to be like, "I'm just gonna do that." Like, do you have a lot of stories about your dad like that? Like, cause now I'm like, <laughs> I want to have like your a... dad on. Your dad sounds tight. <laughs> that is a character. He's a uh, he's a wild guy for sure. Yeah. Endless. I'm endless stories. So funny. Okay, let me ask you this. This is a little more personal one because I'm just hung up on your dad. Your dad's funny to me. But Evan and I are both dads. Do you ever think about like aspects of your dad you want to be like or don't want to be like? And you're saying like your dad's a character, and like we're laughing at that part. Like we're laughing at that character part of your dad. That's like, do you want to have that kind of like? Do you want like your kids to think of you that way? Um, I do in a sense. I, I what I really want from my dad is his ability to get in anywhere. My dad is like, oh. he, like he's gonna walk in and he's gonna act like he's in there, and like he's like just walk with, walk with me, walk with me, walk with me. You know, he gets, he gets everywhere. I'm like, wait, what do you do it? How do you do it, man? He's just he's gotten all star games, like VIP shit, like all kinds of stuff. I'm just like, bro, how do you do that? You know, he just walks and gets in places and. But he's just a, he's got a different type of old man confidence. You know, I'm trying to get that for sure. Well, it sounds like that. he called the fire department to ask him to use their water. I mean, like, but I mean, there's something to that, right? If you do something confidently enough, but they'll be like, are we, do we do this? Is that a part of our job? Like, I don't, I mean, this guy's saying it so confidently, like he's it's done it 20 like, times. Sometimes you're in situations where it's not your job, but you don't want to disappoint this person. Yeah. Or you're like, you don't, you're like, there's it? something about it. I deal with it in customer service all the time. Like nine out of 10 people will ask me to bend the rules. And I'm like, absolutely not. And that one person comes in and it's unexplainable. You're just like, yeah, no problem. Yeah. <laughs> there's something about like supreme confidence. Yeah. That it's almost like it's already done. And I'm sure that's how he did. I'm sure they were like, no, we can't do this. He's like, well, y'all already came out. You know, come on. You, you, got, you got the water right here. You know, what are you going to do? You know, come on. Like, I'm sure he basically, you know, did his thing to get them to do that. <laughs> you know what? My dad is the opposite of that guy. My dad's like accountant vibes. So, like, <laughs> it, there's no way in any stratosphere that he, the only way he would do it is if it saved him money. Like, other than that, there's no way he'd call them. But, like, my dad is good at, like, He's the type of guy, and this is like, it taught me good lessons, but he's the type of, I remember being, this is like my dad in a nutshell. I remember being like 13 years old and I really wanted to snowboard. And I had like 300 bucks to my name, but the snowboard I really wanted was like 354. So we looked at every store to try to find the one I wanted. We kept looking and he's like, never settle for buying at full price ever. You know, you always got to find the deal. We got to find a place. So we looked so long that just winter passed and I never bought a board. <laughs> and then my dad was like, exactly. And I was like, wait, that was your plan the whole time? He's like, hey, precisely. You don't need a board. You can rent one. And I was like, son of a bitch. Like he knew, he knew. like it's a waste if of I'm money. this miserable enough for you, you'll just give up on your, on your whole thing. And I was, I was like, that worked. I mean, that makes sense. Like if you think about it long enough, you ended up not needing it. And I was like, okay. My dad would be the, my dad in the, in the, in the situation of asking the fire department or being the fire department. My dad would be the fire department filling up the water pool. I mean, filling up the pool. Got it. He'd just be like, "Why not?" All right. Yeah, just, <laughs> all right. Just like it's not that big of a deal, yeah. you know. He's just chill. City pays for the water. Right. He rationalizes somehow. Yeah, just be like, whatever. You're a nice guy. Yeah. I'll put it in. I what else that. do I have going on? 
I am the same way. I'm so tired. <laughs> do you, uh, I mean, do you see yourself, this is your career until retirement? Yeah, I promoted once. Uh, I'm trying to promote again to the cabin soon. And I want to get to cheap. I just want to, I mean, I love it, man. I, you want to have a crew. Yeah, I want to. I want to have a crew. I want to have my own crew and, you know, fuck with my <laughs> See, that's the Libra. That's the Libra part of him. He's that's a, a leader. Mm, I like that. That's what, I'm September 28th. We're really close. Hey, two days, two days. Exactly, exactly. I know that a lot of firemen, because you guys have weird schedules, mm-hmm. but it also can be really great because it's like <clears throat> three days on, two days, whatever it is. Do you ever, do you chill hard on your days off? Or do you like, oh, I'm going to like, you know, oh, there's like this other kind of project I want to start or like, you know what I mean? Or are you like, no, I, I just want to like enjoy my time so that I can get back to work and be like re-energized? Um, I was, so not having a, with no wife, no kids, you know, I don't right. really need, the way our schedule is like you work one day, you get one day off, you work another 24 and you get five days off. So I don't really need five days off every week. And then with like COVID and stuff, we've had a lot of overtime. So I was kind of been hitting the overtime stuff to kind of, you know, get, get you know, some, get overtime, get the money and got into my house. And now I'm kind of like, okay, cool. I'm going to chill again. And I like to travel. Traveling's my thing. So I try to take those days and, uh, hit, what's you know, on your list on my list that something that did have accurate on there was the carnival in Brazil. I'm trying to get out there, dude. I feel mm. you. I want to go to Brazil. It's just so far away. I've yeah. almost been to, been to Brazil like five different times. Really? Yeah. For I'm, I'm in the music industry. And so like, I've almost gone to Brazil a bunch of times and then last minute just, it didn't work out. And it's like, I've heard nothing but awesome things. Yeah, dude, you should you should you should get yourself a little vacation house down there. Yeah, just a quaint little vacation little, house, little right condo there in the by the beach, <laughs> right on the main, right on the main area of Carnival. Just you know, and the problem is, if you did it, you just Airbnb it all the time. That's what I'm saying. There's no way you wouldn't even go vacation it. That's, That's what true. you would do. You wouldn't even enjoy it. You no, just rent it out I as just much rent as you it could. Out, baby. <laughs> You're terrible. <laughs> You'd be Evan would stay in a cheap ass hotel down the street from the big ass house he owns somewhere, but he'd just be like, "Well, Breaking I could." Up. Someone wanted to rent it, and why would I pass that up? I just call the fire department. And be like, "Yo, my pool's low." <laughs> my pool's <Yeah>. low. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh man. Well, thank you for joining us, thank man. Thank you so much, PJ. Um, is there anything you want to ask us before we say goodbye? Um. So, what is the um? So I'm new to this. I obviously got turned on to you guys from some people who uh, were fans of the show and reached out to me. So what is like the, uh, just because I want to keep following. I, I enjoy mm-hmm. that. Like what's the basis of y'all? Is it just like. That's a really good question. Like what, <laughs> well, I know? mean, okay. So the history of it is that our ladies have a podcast okay. called the Chatty Broads and they kill it and have like their big fan base and everything. And then we would every once in a while drop in on their episodes. So they'd be like, okay, we're going to have the boys like in. Tidbits. They were going to like do some dating stuff or some relationship advice ep- episodes. And then those kind of like took off. And we, you know, we all kind of had like a really fun chemistry together. And then enough of the fans were like, we want an episode with just the guys just, one time. So then we did that. And but then, they were really scared to let us do it. Terrified. They were like really scared to let us do it because of the first times, the first. <laughs> We're idiots, dude. The I mean, let's just be real. The first episode we recorded as a group never aired. No way. It could never have aired. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. What happened? A little too raw? I was oh, just... Yeah, we I just drink just, and we hang out. We say stupid we shit for drinking. three hours and then... I, I'm re- I, have, I, have very, I have a very poor filter. 
So I've had to like really work on my like work Same. on you know. We're both just work like, on finding the way that I want to say what pops into my head without exactly how I would say it in that moment. <laughs> exactly. We're trying to be better. Just being more aware, you know, but yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, I think like Evan and I have no central theme to the show. I think our goal every time though, is to like, not try to, I think it's just to literally like give our actual opinion on things. That's yeah. it. Like whatever it is we're talking about, I think it's just like that. We want to give like, not, not be overly concerned about whatever it is that we're saying. Yeah. Okay. It's just like, this is how I actually, like if someone wants to, if someone wants to, if someone wants to ask us to talk about something and we're like, yeah, we'll talk about it. It's like, yeah, this is this, I don't know. Here we are talking. Well, about and it. another thing too is like in any normal bachelor related or adjacent podcast, we'd be like looking for all these guests. We, we Not, didn't, we, we don't, really we care. don't, we didn't care or want them. We just knew you from the show. We were like, that guy's cool. We got well, to talk to that guy. We asked you. We asked that was him, it. We asked him before he even went on the show. Yeah. We were before the episode aired. We just saw, we did the cast fire. We we're like, we just got to talk to PJ. Like, let's see if we can get PJ on, especially before the show gets too big. Cause we had no idea how you were going to perform no, we're on just the like, show. That guy's cool. I want him on the show. We just want to know more about <laughs> PJ. And then when you got taken off without no one really getting to know anything about you, we're like, we have now to we get have PJ to talk on. To yeah. I mean, I'll probably get a lot of shit for saying this, but I think like throughout this whole, you know, journey, if you will, this has probably been the most fun I've had for sure. It's most oh, genuine. Sweet, dude. Cheers to that. Uh, dude, cheers. Into the however we do it with all of yeah. I saw you finish there yours a while what ago. What is that? What is that? <laughs> what were you drinking? A little, uh, was it McAllen 12? Dang. This whiskey. is, uh, this is similar. This is a Modelo. <laughs> So yeah. you know, 99 cents at any uh liquor store or drug store or gas station nine bucks dude there you go okay sorry i'm gonna make one 125 <laughs> <laughs> please dude respect it <clears throat> thanks for taking the time man thank you oh, it was really off. fun to have you on man for sure man i'll take care all right thanks, See PJ. All right, well my boy pj is a real treat absolute treat dude i'm still obsessed with his dad dude just that, imagine calling someone for the water on the truck for imagine your Imagine if we did. Imagine if the interview didn't lead there where we didn't find that connection. Insane. That is so funny to me that he didn't, that he didn't just, because my brain is like all those things connect. Like, oh my God. How did we not ask? Did you tell the guys at the fire department that your dad did that? I know. Fuck. We missed the opportunity. We could call him up again. Yeah, let's get him on. Let's get him back on. He said he'd come back on. Who knows? Maybe we'll make PJ regs. I like that. We should. You know what we should do? Have him come on the podcast in his gear. Full gear. We should all put gear we on. Should we should. We should whole, wear like. We should get his whole fucking crew involved. <laughs> Just fly them all out. The chief. I want to know the chief, dude. For whatever reason, I'm interested in the fire chief. You know he's got an epic stash. Epic. Big, and it just like comes down like a comb. But yeah, what, what exactly. a good dude. Good dude. Absolutely there for the right reasons. Sweetheart. Definitely enjoyed having totally. him on. And um, yeah, it was sweet. Thanks so much for coming on, PJ. Yeah, thanks we really so much, appreciate man. We really it. appreciate it. Good guy. Um, how much? How do? You, okay, wait. Thanksgiving, real quick. What's your favorite part? What's your favorite Thanksgiving dish? The green bean casserole. For real? Yeah, I love it. Like with the with like the at least the way that like my family does it has like the you know crusty onions on it. And it's one, all like so good. My favorite that I haven't had I've like only like certain families make it. I don't think I've had it since I was a kid, but the fucking sweet yams with marshmallows. That's not my thing. 
The only reason it's, it's my, my thing. thing. The only reason it's my thing is because it's like, what the fuck is that? Dude? It's like it's like a s'more with potatoes in it. Just like, like it's just, why? It's though? not my thing. But it's like why? It's so Thanksgiving. Yeah. No like, one. Else, no one's not like, a normal. Hey, did you bring the marshmallows no, and yam things with our pizza? No you one don't ever does make it. Make that dish for like that's not a normal dish no. you make for your family. That's some weird. Fucking, you have turkey like, sandwiches. You have mashed potatoes with steaks. You have green beans with all sorts of food. You do not have whatever the hell that no, is. No, you have canned cranberry whatever. Yeah. And that only and on Thanksgiving. Same thing with stuffing. Stuffing's the one I under I don't understand so why though. we don't have it on any other meals. Sh- like stu- like, there should be like stuffing. Like with there should be the sandwich because like the mayonnaise, that little mustard. There should be turkey, a normal thing. It should be normal. Well, it shouldn't just be normal with turkey. We should have roast chicken stuffing. All like anytime beef, you roast a chicken, any roast you know, crock pot chicken, you should be stuffing that thing up. Stuff that bird. Instead we'll we just fill it, instead we just do like onions, garlic, lemon, salt, pepper. Be like, cool. We're not even I'm gonna touch it to either. It. You got me kind of like watering at the mouth now. We will see you guys in a couple of weeks. Everyone, be safe out there. Um, I have a crazy family. We'll see how this goes. Good luck in Indiana. Yeah, yo, actually, it's gonna be insane. My fam- my it's like you know, it's gonna be lit. We're gonna be in for a wild one, dude. It's gonna be awesome. I can't wait to hear the stories, and uh, we'll see you all in two weeks. Peace, guys. Bye.